Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, creator of the Vibrant Living Academy, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark, and most importantly, a woman going through the ups and downs of menopause. Starting around 35, you have years and years of your hormones shifting, which can leave you feeling moody, anxious, joyless, hot, sleepless, confused, forgetful, and more. Plus, your body is changing, but don't despair. This is the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Get ready to gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. I've been teaching for over three decades and I have so much amazing information to share with you. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals and thank you for joining me on this menopausal journey. Hello everybody. Last week I talked about Ozempic and quick fixes and it's this time of year that we start to either have that all or nothing attitude or I'll wait until January and I started this podcast with episode number one, Don't Fall for the Shiny Stars. And this is when we start to, um, like I said, say, forget about it. I'm going to start in January and we fall for the shiny stars. And I don't want you to do that this year. Okay. I want you to make a promise to yourself that you're going to go after your health and vitality and trust that if you do need to lose weight, it will find where it needs to go and that to really embrace your health and vitality. So I've been talking a lot about food over this past year. And I just wanted to say something that I'm actually really proud of myself because I was listening to some podcasting statistics and most people start a podcast and really don't do more than five episodes. So I'm coming in at over a hundred episodes now because I have some episodes that were labeled, you know, like A, B, C, D. And, um, I've consistently put out two podcast episodes a week and I've had some guests. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back and, and, um, applaud myself for my small win of just sticking to this. And that is, you know, part of what we're talking about when we don't fall for these shiny stars, right? When we don't just use willpower, which is short-lived, when we really just do the consistency of an action day in, day out. And um, and then we, you know, feel great about adding that new habit in or whatever it is. So yay me and yay you. Thank you for listening and sharing this with your gal pals. These changes, if by listening to them and incorporating these changes, you will start to improve your foundational health, which will help everything. So let's jump into today's podcast. Like I've mentioned over the last month or two and then throughout this year is a lot of us focus on macronutrition And we really want to look at micronutrition of what's really driving your health and weight loss. So what does food mean to you? And when I ask people, a lot of answers I get are that it's fuel for my body, it's comfort and energy and calories. And yes, many of us that do use food for comfort, and I've done so many podcasts on that topic because yes, 
I was an extreme emotional eater. I still emotionally eat, stress eat. I'm not perfect. I'm a human. I'm not a robot. So there is some of that comfort that comes in here, but I've done so many podcast episodes on that, that I'd really like to focus today on the fact that food is so much more than fuel or energy or calories. And as I've mentioned, we all know about the macros, the carbohydrates, the fats, and the protein. And I've taught you over this past year how to put together a balanced menopausal plate. And if you find that you're still having troubles, you don't exactly know what it is, or you're not doing it the way you want to do it, this is where you can get some more support and encouragement and feel um, part of a group in my Vibrant Living Academy. So if you are wanting more support and empowerment, by all means, please reach out to me and ask me about the Academy and many of the programs that I offer, both group format and privately. All right, so as I've mentioned many, many times, food is also about micronutrients, phytochemicals, zoo chemicals, water, fiber, and more, more, more. So I'd like you to think of these as character actors in a movie. And while they may not all be stars of the show, they don't really provide energy or fuel at all. So micronutrients, phytochemicals, zoochemicals, water, fiber, they don't provide your body with fuel, even though you think that they're food, okay? Their dynamic interactions create the spark in our body, and they're absolutely critical for our energy, performance, mood, and optimal long-term health. In other words, if we don't get these foods into our diet, we start to suffer the consequences. And we are seeing this now. I've used this term for the past 15 years, but we are overfed and undernourished. And when we don't get these um, little guys into our diet, our cells are constantly asking for food because we're not feeding them. And then this affects our gut health, our immune system, our nervous functioning, et cetera, et cetera. So many of us are currently suffering from a lack of these sparks in our daily diet. So, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but let's just pick a few of them today and talk about them. Okay, so micronutrients are your vitamins and minerals. And I'm not talking about going and buying a multivitamin because that is a synthetically made um, product in a factory. I'm talking about getting vitamins and minerals in our daily diet. And if we don't get them, our bodies begin to break down. Now, unfortunately, our bodies break down over time. It's not anything that's drastic. It's not like you miss out on vitamin C and you get sick the next day. But if you don't have vitamin C in your diet on a daily basis, and humans do not make vitamin C, so you need to get it in your diet, over time, your immune system will start to collapse. All right? So we really want to pay attention to getting the proper uh, vitamins and minerals in our diet. So what am I talking about? For example, if we don't get enough calcium, right? So sesame seeds are a great source of calcium. And that's just one thing that's a great source of calcium. We cannot build strong bones. We can't have um, proper blood clotting. Calcium helps to regulate our blood pressure. 
it keeps our muscles and heart pumping and it maintains cellular communication because all your cells, remember, we're just cellular beings are communicating with each other. So that's just a couple of things that calcium does. Magnesium, as I've done a few episodes on this, and we did a great um, podcast with Lorraine, she was a guest. Magnesium plays a role in more than 300 enzyme systems and helps with protein synthesis, nerve and muscle function, blood sugar control, blood pressure regulation, energy production, and transport of other minerals. And we are magnesium deficient. And one of the reasons why is the quality of our our soil. And also just to put this in perspective, in the 1950s, you ate an apple and now you would need to eat about 26 apples to get the same nutrient density. So we really have to uh, up our fruits and vegetables, particularly our vegetables. And this is another reason why I do take Juice Plus, and I've done many episodes referencing Juice Plus. And if we do would like more information, please let me know. It's a whole food supplement, not a chemically made one. All right, folate, which is vitamin B9, helps convert food into energy, helps the nervous system, including your brain, to function, your tissues to grow and red blood cell production, okay? And I, like I said at the beginning, I could go on and on and on just about the, oh my gosh, incredible micronutrition in our foods. And I will do another episode and break this down and um, really look at some foods that you uh, should be getting in your diet so that you can have these wonderful processes happening. And just an aside, I was in New Brunswick and I started chatting with a lady at um, at a place of employment. And I don't know how we got on the topic, but we started to talk about food and nutrition. And I actually phoned her this morning and followed up with her to see how she's doing with some of the simple shifts that I mentioned, because she was definitely lacking um, vegetables in her day, lacking protein. And she was eating a store-bought, like, uh, microwavable meal every night for dinner. Well, not every night, but most nights for dinner. And she's drinking um, a lot of soda and not a lot of water. So I just mentioned to her, we had a, a really great conversation about some of the changes that she could make to her diet that are very simple because we talked about the all or nothing. We talked about dieting. She's like, are you living in my head? Because these are all the things I've done and these are the things I say to myself. And so all I said to her was, can you put in some extra vegetables during your day? So before you have your uh, processed food dinner at night, can you be munching on a carrot stick or some broccoli? So I followed up with her today and she is adding more vegetables into her diet. And she says she's feeling really great about it. Again, it's the simple shifts. It's not the all or nothing. And I think we really have to rejig that, especially as we come into January, because that all or nothing mentality can really start to uh, fire up. I just need a sip of water, everybody. Mm. Okay. So just with a few of those nutrients that I um, just said, none of them provide you with fuel. Okay. So food is not always fuel. There is 
um, foods that we need to eat that help build our bones, help with nerve transmission, all the things that I was just talking about. Okay. And this is one reason why vitamin and mineral deficiencies are extremely common right now because we are not getting the amount of vegetables and proper nutrition that we need. Too many of us, unfortunately, are eating really convenient, highly processed food that is devoid of the nutrition that our cell needs. And when we're missing these key vitamins and minerals, your body does not work properly. And if your body does not work properly, the last thing your body is going to be able to do is sustain weight loss. Okay. You might lose weight on a quick fix diet. I'm talking about sustainable weight loss. All right. And why is this? Okay. Not only weight loss, but weight management. And why is this so important when menopause to make menopause easy? Remember menopause um, you can start your perimenopausal journey around 35 and older. And we end up having blood uh, regulation issues, joint issues. We have so many things that can come up if we don't have the foundational, a strong foundation, those foundational principles. All right. So this is why I keep harping on it. It's also helpful for me to keep hearing this over and over and over again. Okay, so when we're missing these key vitamins and minerals, our bodies do not work properly and we feel rotten and we get sick and it affects our immune system and our ability to fight colds and flus and have energy and feel like doing anything, right? And it doesn't matter how much fuel we ingest, if we're not getting these nutrients in our daily diet, it will affect us negatively over time, over time. And that's the tricky thing. It's not sudden. Like I said, it's not like you don't have vitamin C for a day and then boof, you feel something. It's over time, which is kind of boring uh, because we're, our brain, remember, is looking for pow, that wow factor. So I know what I'm sharing with you can be like ho-hum diddly-dum. But it's so important, everybody, and I really hope you can embrace that with all that you've been listening to with me over the year. So um, it is crazy that about 86% of our population is not getting enough vitamin E, 75% is not getting enough folate, 73% is not getting enough calcium, 68% is not getting enough magnesium. Now, these are statistics from 2009, so these numbers could actually be higher now. 42% are not getting enough zinc. 48% uh, of us are not getting enough vitamin C. Um, 30 of us, 30% of us are not getting a, enough vitamin B12. All right. So there's all of these micronutritions that we are not even meeting the recommended amounts that we need day to day today. And it's really important to eat them in a whole food um, in a whole food, not synthetic, when you uh, take multivitamins and you pee bright yellow, you are not absorbing into your cells the, the nutrients. So that is a key. If that is happening, you need to switch out your multivitamins. Please chat with me. Um, I have great resources that I can share with you. And I'll put one, I'll put the supplements I recommend in show notes, supplement link. Alrighty. 
And remember, supplements are to supplement food. So I always have a very food-focused, food-first focus. All right, so now phytochemicals. What are phytochemicals? This is a really big grouping of nutrients. So phyto means plant, and these definitely affect your health. And there are several major categories, including flavonoids, phenolic acid, and steel beans and lignans. And the flavonoid category, for example, includes many of the, you know, most well-known phytochemicals. I'm going to mess up some of these words. In fact, like, I'll just say them, but I'm going to mess them up. But you have your anthocyanins, your anthocyanidins, which are found in your berries and grapes. And that's more important. Okay. I want you to get the berries and grapes in your diet. You need the isoflavonoids, which are flavones, which are found in non-GMO food sources, non-GMO soy food choices. All right. So we want to be getting those into your diet. And then we want the catechins, which is found in tea. So these nutrients have been shown to offer DNA protection against free radicals, protect you against cancer, decrease your risk of heart disease, and reduce overall mortality. Okay, so I'll go into a couple just so you know what I'm talking about here. So for example, soy is a phytochemical. You can get that from beans, uh, soy milk. I get it from my uh, Juice Plus Whole Complete. Uh, tofu, natto. Okay, so those are some. Just make sure it's non-GMO water washed is the best source of that. And this helps to reduce blood pressure and increase vessel dilation. All right, so I know a lot of people are on blood pressure medication. So this can help your blood pressure. Uh, foods like red and purple foods. So colorful berries, your cabbages, some grapes help to improve your vision inhibits nitric oxide production, um, induces apoptosis, which is cellular death, decreases platelet um, aggregation, and has neuroprotective effects. Um, if you have some garlic, onions, leeks, olives, that helps to decrease your LDL cholesterol. If you have colorful fruits and vegetables like yellow squash, tomatoes, tomato products, leafy greens, and watermelon, it's going to help neutralize free radicals that can cause cell damage. If you get your broccoli, your kale, your cabbage, you're going to neutralize free radicals that cause cellular damage, protect you against some cancers, and help balance your hormones. All right, so that is just a very few, and just notice, are you getting those things in your diet? And like micronutrition, phytochemicals don't provide you with fuel either, right? So they provide you with these little processes that happen in your body that will not happen if you don't include them in your diet. So now what are zoo chemicals? Zoo chemicals are like the animal cousins of phytochemicals, and they're present in animal foods. And these nutrients have profound health effects. Okay, so you can have your cold water fatty fish and fish oil like salmon and tuna, herring, mackerel, and trout, which helps to reduce inflammation and blood clotting. It protects you against heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer, and Alzheimer's disease, right? Egg yolks help protect against macular degeneration and cataracts. They shield your eyes from harmful blue light and improve eye health. 
And then you've got your beef, pork, herring, salmon, tuna, which replenishes ATP to provide cellular energy and support, benefits muscle, brain, bone, and liver health. So there's so many, and those are just a few, so many of the benefits you get from eating um, these zoo chemicals, which are fat soluble, which means they're present in animal fats, right? And so that is why we need a broad spectrum of food in our diet, right? And our body is craving these little guys that are so powerful and often ignored in our daily diets. So remember that we are not machines. The human body is not a machine. We are incredibly complex, we're self-regulating, and we're dynamic. And I know so many people have spent countless years, calories in, calories out, doing calorie math, and we're more than calories, right? And perhaps some of you have even eaten more calories than you thought you should, but you got leaner. And then some of you ate fewer calories than you thought you should, and you gained weight. Or maybe you started changing around how you're eating breakfast. You either decide to eat breakfast instead of skipping it and dropped a couple of inches off your waistline. We are dynamic and complex. And what works for one person doesn't always work for another person. All right. The other thing is I could do another whole episode on calories in, calories out, which I probably will, but not all food is, no, so sorry, not all food is created equally. And what we eat isn't necessarily what we absorb. So dozens, maybe even hundreds of factors affect how we digest, process, and use the food we eat. (sighs) Food is packed with meaning, information, and it communicates to our cells. And every food decision we make sends a message to our body. Every food choice is an opportunity to direct, shape, and remake our health. Remember, we are constantly changing. Our cells are dying off and and, uh, remaking all the time, rebuilding. So what we choose to eat affects our body composition, our performance, and our well-being. So really important just to take a moment and create your food story. Like what does food mean for you? Do you look at it as fuel only? Is it information? Um, what is it personal freedom? Do you have a lot of shame around food? Um, what would you like food to be in your diet? I know at one point in my life, food was about calories in, calories out. Food was about um, just weight loss, you know, to be completely honest. And it wasn't until my 30s that I really had a mindset shift and a profound change in looking at food. Um, I let go of a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, um, and I started to look at food from cellular health and vibrant living because if i'm not healthy and vibrant um, i don't want to be sick and i know that food can definitely build me up or break me down so think about how you want food to play a role in your life what do you want um, this year what do you want your thoughts around food to be And I hope going through this little tiny exercise today, 
you can see that food is much more than just carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and how important it is to get our micronutrients, our phytochemicals, our zoo, um, zoo chemicals, and that we really need a rounded out diet of lots of variety. So let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know if you learned something from it, uh, what you can add to your diet to, to help you with vitality and health. And I thank you um, for learning this information. It's really important and your health and vitality, when you have it, you can think better, move better, and just do more things in your day, your month, your year. So thank you for listening. Share this with your gal pals. Enjoy your day. Healthy hugs. And I'll see you in the next episode. Ladies, have you picked up the free guide that I am offering you? Five hacks to cut your cravings without giving up the food you love. I will leave the link for you in the show notes. As we age, we become more sensitive to eating carbs and unfortunately can even crave them more, which can increase our chance of gaining belly fat, weight, or getting type 2 diabetes, etc. These five hacks I share with you will help you to cut your cravings and get you healthier in the process. And I myself and my clients use these five hacks. So whether your end goal is to lose belly fat or weight or to balance your blood sugars to avoid type 2 diabetes or other chronic diseases or to have more energy during the day, adding these hacks is a game changer. So pick up the five hacks to cut your cravings. I'll leave the link in the show notes or you can go to vibrantlivingwithtanya.com backslash the number five dash hacks dash two that's the word two to dash cut dash cravings enter your name and email and you will have the five hacks delivered to your inbox ready for you to start implementing happy hacking